Welcome, 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 welcome to the comic. May the 4th, Star May Wars Day. May the 4th be with you. That's fucking Bill. What up? And we got a new guest, Mike Faber in the house. What's up, buddy? May the 4th be with you. Fellow Star Wars connoisseur. It's just so, part of a hello. DNA. Star Wars is just part of my DNA. Is it? Yes. How, said, how much of it? Mine as well. I've said this, joked that uh, I saw Empire in utero. Yeah, you've said that a lot. Mm, yeah, yeah. You've said that a lot. Well, I've heard it a lot, but um, yeah, because you're here for every, you hear everything I've said on these episodes. <laughs> yeah, some people but, just listen for the first five minutes and then so explain that. So I don't know. Just you remember hearing it? Yeah. Well, just the sounds of it is just so part of me. Like, the, are you sure you didn't make there. that up in your brain? It's the vibrations of the music that was then in the theater, Michael. Yeah, and then it came out like yeah, nine months before, you know. Huh. Actually, I don't know that for certain, but I'm Googling when Empire came out. But uh, Jedi, uh, okay, Jedi when, is where I became a fan, and I remember the toys. The toys are what I remember the most about Star Wars. First, kind of, you know. When when, when was the old. when was the first time you saw a Star Wars movie? It's probably Empire. I don't remember the first time. Oh no! Like, How do you not remember? Because it's been part of my life so long. That, you know, that, I was oh, very young mm, mm. and it, and also, you know, I was very impressionable at that time. So it's just lasted. Uh, but it was Jedi. And like I said, it was the toys that I remember having, like the Ewoks and, you know, there's the fighter jets and, you know, so the, you were into the, the toys first. Mm-hmm. And then like first time I watched, a st- I don't remember the first time exactly, but I, I my mom had. <clears throat> The original trilogy, uh, all recorded on like VHSs, you know, because she had like this huge library of just like every movie you could think of, mm-hmm. and those were on them. Uh, and those were the ones they did before they got fucking uh, remastered. Remastered. <laughs> and so I got to I got I was lucky enough to watch them like that. When's the first time you? But, seen but it? they were they were bootlegged for you though. It sounds like on VH. Well, like re- recorded, recorded off of HBO or whatever. Okay, yeah, for sure, for sure. No, I get it. I had bootleg tapes too. Oh yeah, it was all, well. Yeah, everybody was recording. Yeah, yeah. Actually, I had to have seen Empire Strikes Back first because no, I probably saw the original Star Wars in utero because that came out in '77, and I was born in '78. Okay. It, it might have been so, in so, theaters at that time still. So, yeah. When's so, the first time you actually watched one, though? So then probably had to be Empire Strikes Back, which is still my favorite. Did you see it? He was well, probably age um, four or five. Home, yeah. <laughs> you saw it. It was 80, so. You yeah. saw it at home. I was like a toddler. And so it overtook the super. I don't know when the Superman phase kicked in. What, what did you say, Mike, was yours? Hmm. I did not say Michael. All right, well here I will get it. So check it out. I do remember my first time. Uh, I don't remember which one it was. It was the original trivi- trilogy, obviously. Uh, it was in '96 because Pizza Hut was doing a big Star Wars promotional for the new remaster that was coming out. 
the oh, new remaster yeah, release. Yeah, yeah. When they changed the color of the lightsaber, the lightsaber green. I still remember yes. that box set. Yeah, the gold box set. Yeah. Yes, I yes. Used to have that. That's what we all remember. But also at the same time with that release, the remaster, they released the unmastered or the original, the original cuts in a trilogy in a similar trilogy box set. Did can, they? They did the. They did everything. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You can. Yeah. And so Pizza Hut was on that brigade with them, and uh, uh, they made the themes um, Star Destroyers. You know, Pizza Hut shaped Star Destroyers, and that was fucking huge oh, in the nineties. The pizzas were the pizza boxes. The pizzas. The you know everything was theme was themed as a Star Destroyer because Star Destroyers are shaped like pizzas, slices of pizzas. So. It was it was tits. It was everything. It it, it was a perfect you know uh, uh, advertising campaign. Uh, there was other companies, but I primarily remember Pizza Hut coming along with the new releases because I love Pizza Hut. I was eight years old. Well, Pizza Hut was the shit back then. Like I still love Pizza Hut. It still tastes the same. I still eat that shit like it's like religiously. <laughs> it shows. It shows. <laughs> So, yes, um, Pizza Hut, eight years old. Yep, I remember it to this day. So, yeah, you watch those and then getting ready for the prequels to come out. And Oh, dude, two th- or 1999, man. Holy shit, that was yep. the greatest year. I can't even, 1999 was the first one? Yeah, yeah episode one came out June 25th, I'm going to say, of 1999. Are you sure? Look that up, Bill. Bet me sounds, money. Bet me money. He sounds pretty confident. I'm gonna end. It's either well, May twenty fifth or June twenty fifth of nineteen ninety nine. I'll shake your hand on it. All right. Just a friendly bet. No money because nope. I'm nope. I'm a buster. <laughs> You're broke. <laughs> a broke bet. Broke ass. Broke ass buster. Not really. Just kidding. <clears throat> Bill's on it. Yeah, I'm a slow typer, so you should keep talking. It's and all I'll... good. It's well, all good. Yeah, we need. So, yeah, well, yeah, we need somebody. So, what about your first time it. about Star Wars? Did you? Yeah. You, well, okay. So or beyond just the it was movie, just, it was just those. And like, I, I never really became like a big fan of Star Wars until I was in like my twenties, though. I mean, I always, I always like liked Star Wars. I thought the movies were cool, and then like, the prequels like made me more of a fan of it. And then, yeah, by the time Revenge of the Sith came out, like, I was all in. But not even and, all in yet because <clears throat> I wasn't reading the novels yet or anything. Like, I really went in on, like, the novels. Oh, okay. Um, and, like, the EU and shit. Didn't you read some of that? I, I read Ooh. some. All right. Episode one, Phantom Menace, May 16th, 1999. Shit. shit. That was... That was Within ten days May there, but I, yeah. wow! I didn't say the, math was involved here. So I had it down though. Yeah, yeah. So the twenty third anniversary is coming up next week on the sixteenth. Oh, Tits. nice. Yeah. Tits. See, we are fucking this old. We are so fucking old. This is why I brought this guy on. And so, oh shit! Yeah. N- so also in nineteen ninety nine, this is a dumbass fact, but um. That was the release of Star Wars. It was one of the greatest years of my life uh, because Star Wars came out. One of my favorite bands released one of their best albums. Uh, it was ICP, 
Insane Clown Posse. They released the Amazing Jekyll Brothers. Uh, and then they ended up playing at Woodstock 99, which was a huge deal. Uh, it was all over cable television and pay-per-view and everywhere. Um, big deal that year. They were playing. They were also in D WCW World Championship Wrestling, which I was a humongous fan of wrestling. I watched. Are you still? Hell no. Why not? No, thank you. I am not. Uh, oh, you're too grown. Wrestling, wrestling has become too Disney. Wrestling, professional wrestling has become, you know, it's a family like consumer product, and so they've catered to that to the point where it's not entertaining towards me, because in the '90s, and it ended towards '99. Or maybe it peaked at 99. I'm not sure. But in the 90s, wrestling was fucking hardcore. Hardcore. You had Mankind, Mick Foley, Cactus Jack, Kane, Undertaker, Stone Cold Steve Austin, Sting, Goldberg, uh, NWO. You know, just hardcore wrestling. Wrestling at its peak. Uh, the plot lines, the, the characters, everything about professional wrestling in the 90s was the best it was the prime it well, was you peak could do, it was, you could do get away with more for sure, as far as like, yeah like you know story and like the things that they would say oh yeah yeah well stone cold steve austin flipping people off and kicking people's his boss's ass and covering him in beer is not typical well, to today's and if you and if viewer right and it's got it's like more kid friendly or family friendly now probably. For, for sure it is. Well, they've had a lot of lawsuits. There've been there've been some accidents with, you know, uh, re uh performing in general. Um there's been a lot of uh, you know, uh like um PC, political correctness. Yeah. A lot of cancel culture, you know, um and a lot of money involved, a lot of lawsuits, McMahon, Vince McMahon, the Mc, the whole McMahon family, they are not about losing money, not about it. So anyways, I I digress, the 90s. I was yeah. going to say, speaking of all that, I, I watched that whole documentary about the XFL. That, mm. shit, was, that shit was pretty funny. Like the, what, the first uh, attempt back in the day. Oh, the football league with Vince McMahon? Yeah. Yeah. They're redoing it. Oh, it's uh, the, the Rock. The Rock's yep. redoing it or whatever, but and I'm excited for him. I I, I really hope it it succeeds. Um, it probably won't. But shut the fuck up. <laughs> anyway, Star Wars. Yeah, Star Wars people. What's okay? What's your favorite Star Wars movie? My, who are you? Bill. Oh, I said Empire. It's it's, it's a safe. Oh well, that's mm, you. It's a safe one. Mine, but if if looking at the the other ones, I'd have to close second would probably be Rogue One. Okay, Ooh, that is a good one. Rogue, Rogue One's, One's good. good. That movie's badass. That movie's really good. I do I like, like the, the newer like bad robot J.J. Uh, Abrams. I do enjoy them quite a bit. Which ones? All the, the whole the, the new J.J. Abrams, the one the directed by. Oh. That's cool. That's cool, buddy. <laughs> you know, you yes. like them? You like the new ones? Is that what you're saying? I hate them. <laughs> Do you? I fucking hate them. I hate Disney with a passion. I am a rebel against 
Quit touching your microphone. Mike. I know, my bad. Stop uh, <laughs> He's like trying to wear it like Goku Goku on your shirt right now. Grogu. Grogu. Uh, well, you know, it, he is a likable character. Um, yeah, that's like new shit. And like the Mandalorian is a is a decently told story for the most part. That show is badass. It is. It's it, better than it's the all Boba, right. Boba Fett one. It is. I do not appreciate what they did with the Boba Fett one, but the Mandalorian, yeah, they, they're doing well with that. I like what they're doing with uh, that. Boba Fett um, wasn't bad, though. It was slow. Uh, Super slow. They, I, I wish they would have spent more time like Moon getting out of the Sarlacc pit. Like mm. That should have been mm. half of the, like a good two, three episodes of that just struggle. Well, they should, the way they should have yes. done that, I thought, yes. was be at the beginning of every episode, or at least the first couple, show him struggling and figuring out his way out and the, as a flashback. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. And they could have like told that story a little slower over the course of episodes. Well, see, D- Disney completely changed the way that he, he escaped out of the Sarlacc pit. Um I can't remember how he did it in the books. In the the Bounty Hunter Wars, the uh I believe it's the Mandalorian armor uh which was, is the yeah. first of the three Bounty Hunter War trilogy books. Uh Bo- Boba Fett which is before Disney bought it and you know there were no movies or video games or anything put out on it anyways. Boba Fett it uh unleashes himself um jettison through his be- his uh, jetpack uh somehow it malfunct he's able to twerk it or wire it to where he can pretty much grab onto it and ride it ride it out of the pit out of the sarlax stomach or where yeah where whatever digestive part he's in uh and I then he, i thought he like launched that rocket on his back too uh, or some shit in well, it, before he threw flew out of it. Are you talking about the TV show? No, in the book. No, uh, no, in the book. I, from what I recall, he just jettisons he just the jetpack, his jetpack, and rides it out of there. Like, gets it to turn on and rides out. He turns it on. Now, in the TV show, he 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 does burst out of of the Sarlacc, but then he. He passes out and Jawas find him, I believe, or no, uh, it's the Tusken Raiders. The Tusken Raiders find him, right? That is not what happens in the books. That is not what happens in the books. What happens in the books, uh, one of Jabba the Hutt's uh, uh, dancer chicks finds him along with with a bounty hunter, I believe. And the bounty hunter has the, the Jabba the Hutt chick captive, sorry, uh, the servant, Jabba's servant. He has her captive and he takes her to his ship. And then Boba Fett is pipe. Okay. Long story short, Boba Fett plays possum until he gets to the bounty hunter ship and takes it over. And then it proceeds from there. He proceeds to dismantle from inside out the entire bounty hunter guild. And then takes it over. All it's, it's by not, just by pretty much mind fucking every bounty hunter. So it's kind of like in the, the guild. Show. Is that I? They're oh kind of like they're kind of doing that. They you know swapped out Maybe. a lot of key characters and parts to be convenient for the right. But it kind of sounds about the same. Uh, Does it really? You haven't watched it in in broad. What I gave up on episode two. I'm sorry. I have no frame of reference. You gotta like at least finish it it's just like six episodes a lot of their fill-in the fill-in stuff that i watched in episode one and two 
I disagreed with and I just kind of gave up. And there's so much other stuff that I'm behind on right now. I'm just trying to catch up on a little bit of everything, including your guys' show. I haven't watched in like five episodes. Of the of the comics though? Yes. Oh yeah. Since either well, the hose on there or speaking of uh, the show next week we're gonna be live streaming our Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness Ooh, episode. Um, excited. So yeah, if you're in the group, check it out. Follow the fucking page on Facebook, Comic Zone Podcast. Um, and we'll be live streaming from there Sunday. What time, Bill? I think we're going to try for noon, but it's subject to change. Yeah, that's going to be a fucking great episode. And there will, yeah. be, there will be spoilers. Yes. Spoilers. Watch out, people. So my favorite, woogie woogie. I think my favorite Star Wars movie has to be Revenge of the Sith. Mm. I know many people that either agree. that, either that, or Return of the Jedi. Yeah, yes, there. You go. That was a Re- Return of the Jedi was my favorite of the original trilogy. And then I just thought like the lightsaber action in it, and everything was just it. That seemed like the polished of all the most polished of all the movies. I always wanted to be Luke on the speeder bikes through Endor. Yeah, that was that a, was that's just like, a fucking that would bad. be an awesome. I'm sure it's a video game somewhere. It's had to have been several times. Yeah, but, but like but, the yeah. showdown between Luke and Vader at the end of that movie, and then like it did have yeah epic. It was very epic, especially for the time. And, like and, it, and Jabba's the whole Jabba Jabba the Hub Palace scene, fight yeah, scene. All that shit. That whole movie's the amazing. whole movie. Yes. That whole like it's it epic. starts out with a bang, yeah, like with the Jabba shit and Luke escaping and them all getting away and like, but Empire led into that movie, fucking great. Like that original trilogy is trilogy is fucking incredible. It it, it it's, is. It's why there's still we're still talking about it now. Exactly. Forty five years later, this is the forty fifth anniversary. How how old did you say the prequel trilogy was? Uh, twenty three this next week okay so so like and we're still talking about that some people talk about it with scorn some people talk about it with love i think the people that grew up with it are the ones that talk about it with love see and I then like yes. the older fans are the ones that went mm, i don't like it was it. too kitty mm-hmm. like your argument with disney is what my problem was with that those second three it felt because the when they i was college which, age which second three uh the the, the prequels the, the prequels because i for me I was in college, so I was looking for more edgy material than what they were putting out in those three movies. Did I enjoy them and watch all of them? We'll watch them again. Hell yeah. Of those, of the whole series, those ones kind of felt weak because there's always been that kiddie element within Star Wars. We had the Ewoks, C-3PO, and the robots still always had this little bit of kind of kiddish bit, but that was part of its charm too. There's too far like jar jar binks people love i think he's the most hated character but of all time (laughs) i like the conspiracy that he was actually a sith i think that makes his character a a lot more interesting yes it is a tits ass uh theory um back to back to um you know there was always that element of disney or child family values in star wars you are absolutely right george lucas i feel 
provided the base or I'm sorry, maybe not the base for Disney, but Disney fed off of what George Lucas did in those Star Wars films. They do it with their Star Wars films. They do it with their the films they make now, all the animated is that, films. Is that and, your problem with the new trilogy is that it's too, precisely. Much, too much like Precis- the old? Well, no, I think the, that Princess Leia actually dying changed how the whole ending of that movie happened. I, uh, for I thought, Carrie Fisher, how because Carrie Fisher, I bet, I believe, oh yeah, fuck yeah, at did. the very end, yeah. it would have been Luke and Leia and that final standoff. Um, yeah, for sure. Ooh, that's a good. Plot that would have been here's plot the line. Thing, here's the thing: is in the EU, the expanded universe, uh, what what else, legends or whatever they called it later. Um, Leia is fu- a fully trained Jedi in Luke's fully hashed out Jedi order. And like around the same time period during, uh, so this is like 40 years. This is like 40 years later. Um, right. The whole last trilogy or the most recent. Yeah. So during that time in the EU, um, there's a fully different like story taking place. Uh, it had like Darth Kytus and it all has to do with similar things. It's just the way they did it. Like Jason solo in comparison, in comparison to Ben solo is there is no comparison. Like, uh, the, he was what they called in the, in those, a, a force adept. So he wasn't just a Sith. He wasn't just a Jedi. He was he trained in other uh as, like other um like so other types of martial arts, right? There's other peoples out there that They're, use the force uh that aren't Jedi or Sith yes. and they use it in completely different ways. Yep. Than many different fighting styles. Well, not well, like not even fighting se- styles, seven. but they use it in completely different ways than you would like think of. And I like uh, I'm trying to think of the way the these people would they could jump through time and send a shadow back through time and they could walk uh, I forget for I forget what they called it but they taught time Jason travel. how to huh time travel not well kind of but you're you're like <laughs> your memory traveling Mm. or like projecting yeah you're projecting your your consciousness through time and you can so jason at one point walks with darth vader his grandfather as he as he went through the jedi temple and slaughtered everyone he followed him every step damn and like in an attempt to understand why he did it it's an incredible story. You get a grim view. It's an incredible story. It's the um, legacy of the Force. Uh, it's a whole series. You can check them out. They're fucking great. Disney completely and butchered what 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 was of. Well, they did what they had to. I mean, you got to condense. You're absolutely right. You got to right. condense it down and make it your own. They can't. I mean, they could have gone with the books, and I don't see why not. But I mean, they wanted to do their own thing, and yeah, I get it. I mean, they didn't want to pay off all them authors for all their 
Well, yeah, there's a ton artistic. of authors. There's a ton of authors that wrote Star. I mean, if Tons. you got it, if you get it, I dove deep into the like they the didn't novel. want to pay the original author who wrote the book. They were just exactly. settled, just yes. settled in court or something. Yes, exactly, exactly. Well, they're owned by the publisher or whatever, not the author. But the, there was the publishing company hired the authors. Yeah, I mean, I don't know the the. So in that kind of situation, it's it's not so much the author's property. They got hired to write it. Well, does that make sense? By the publisher. Yeah. Well, whoever. <laughs> Okay, the pub because that. Oh, sorry, I'm not. But because that trilogy or not trilogy, that series of books was handled by three dif- different authors. Like they would take turns mm-hmm. uh, writing yeah. each book. Right. Now, George Lucas must have had a real big problem with the publishers then, because he did not appreciate the storylines that they were creating. But that's because they were oh, better than his. Uh, I don't know. Maybe I don't know about that. It, I just don't think they aligned with his original, you know, yeah, his idea. original vision. Yeah, exactly. But, but he did like the money. He loved that money coming in from the publishing company. So he, of course, he allowed all those books to be printed, even though it wasn't his storyline. And okay, he knew he was going to sell the company someday. Uh, yep. So we got somebody on the line with us. Uh, what up, Sean? What up, what up? What up, brother? Yo. May the 4th be with you. May the 4th be with you and uh, remember the 5th. Oh, nice. Uh, yeah, Revenge of the Revenge of the 5th. Tomorrow. Yep. Dun, dun, dun. So, yeah, we're just uh, talking about Star Wars, obviously. Uh, wondered if we could ask you a few questions about how you got into Star Wars. What was the first movie you saw? Or first memories? Uh, the first movie I saw was Return of the Jedi. Because you got to think, I was born in 76, so the first movie was out, but... I don't think I saw it. I remember Return of the Jedi, you know? Yeah. So that was the first one, like, that's your favorite one? Or is that the first one you saw? That's, like that's the first one I saw. Hell yeah. <laughs> when you ask me my favorite, that one's going to start some beef. Which one? <laughs> uh, honestly, my favorite Star Wars movie is Rogue One. No, oh, that movie's the shit, dude. Yeah, same with Bill. That's one a fucking yeah. really great movie. It is a great movie, yes. Yeah, I think it's flawless. And I'm I'm a fan of uh, what do they call them uh, prequels when they're done right because you have to follow a certain storyline, but you also get to show something that's only maybe talked about in you know here and there in the movies or maybe here and there in the comic book. So it was nice to see, yeah. And it's tricky because you have to make it good and fit in between. So there's you know what's going to happen at the end, but you still have to keep right. somebody's interest for that that whole journey. Exactly. And I think that movie did it perfectly. Yeah. I mean, that's such a tight story because they it was fully explained in the first movie, like everything that happens. So they had a really tight path to follow with that movie. And I think that's why that one turned out so great. I agree. And then for the people that aren't hardcore fans that, you know, wanted to call. They like to say there were plot holes Rogue One cleared up all those plot holes. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, it just filled in that that whole what happened before, why they were getting chased in the beginning of the first movie, and why there was actually, uh, you know, that somebody would have built a flaw in the Death Star. 
Right. Well, yeah, that like cleared up that whole argument mm-hmm. for sure. Yep. Um, and shot I, down I, that meme. I actually read that book and a prequel oh. book to that. Um, uh-huh. they, they were both fucking amazing. So if you get a chance, I'd check those out. No doubt. Yeah. So what about Star Wars memories? What made, like, I know you have a Star Wars tattoo. What about Star Wars made it so much that you inked yourself? And uh, well, well, for one, not just about tattoos, but just about your life in general. Why is it so important to you? I know it is for me, but why is it to you? It was one of the first sci-fi because I've always been big at sci-fi. And it was mm-hmm. the first one that I remembered that actually had a black star in it. There wasn't, you know, in the in, in the 70s and 80s, as a you know, an African American, there wasn't a lot of representation oh, for yeah. African Americans outside of, you know, like music. Like there was Michael Jackson, Prince, you know, and then all the funk and R and B artists. But like, unless you were watching a sitcom, you know, like the black exploitation movies, there wasn't a lot of black actors in sci-fi, <laughs> you know. Well, like Lando, yeah, for sure. Lando's amazing. He's widely and, loved. Yeah. And that was my first black action figure, too. Bro, and that, I don't give a fuck what anybody says. That solo movie's the shit, too. And the guy, Donald Glover, knocked it out of the fucking park. Donald Glover, hell yeah. I thought he was the best part. Yo, he was amazing. He played that part fucking Mm -hmm. amazing. That movie is great. He was a perfect Lando. And and I'm so glad, uh, so upset that it didn't do better financially because I was really looking forward a to a whole you fucking know, trilogy of those. Yes, I was. At least they could do a Lando movie. That would be amazing. Hell yes, with Dan. Or yeah, you know, yeah. at least a TV show. Like, come on, Disney, yeah. <laughs> y'all, yep. y'all can a, do it. A Disney Plus series. Hell yeah. Yes. By the way, Sean, this is my buddy Mike. He's chilling in here in the studio with us. What's what up, up, brother? Hey, what up, dog? How you doing? Pretty good. Hell yeah. Happy May 4th. May the 4th be with you. Damn. You as well. Fucking A. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Hell yeah. Well, appreciate you phoning in with us, buddy. Not uh, a problem. We'll, we'll talk to you next week on the Doctor Strange episode. Oh yeah. Looking forward to it. All right, bro. Peace out. Later. Peace. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll try to we'll get back. a couple more of those. Maybe get a couple more of them calls in. Um, but so, what about well, you as far as Star Wars? What is most memorable well, to you as far as all of Star well, Pete, Wars? Pizza Hut. Be, uh, <laughs> as far as like the storyline or or yes. a character or you know like, um, you know like for example, why I love Rogue One is how they all sacrifice themselves. That emotional. The original Suicide Squad. Yeah, yes, kind yes, of. Yeah. So, I mean, in, the, in that kind of area, what se- scene or segment really stands out to you? Um, my answer might sound kind of uh, cliche. Uh, I honestly, as a kid, as an eight-year-old child, watching the films completely, all three of them, everything stood out to me from the lightsaber battles to the Force to the Jedi and the Sith, which is, you know, they correlate. Um everything to the stormtroopers the aesthetic of the everything 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 about it because it was all outer space it was all sci-fi just like Sean was just saying mm-hmm. it was the sci-fi about it and it was the greatest sci-fi movie i had ever saw i had never ever saw sci-fi to that you know 
extent and that was yeah it's just an amazing story for a child for an adult the original trilogy i think that's what i think like you were saying bill the original trilogy and like uh it's a little more kiddie especially in the first couple movies it may be in the third movie it gets a little more intense especially so, uh, like, right, now we're talking the episode one two and three yes okay so See, you I'm, I'm so old. I still think of one, two, and three as being the original <laughs> well, Lucas yeah, okay, ones. But in like that's, that's my that's my prequels. stay off. Say my prequels. So, but like, gotcha. Keep sorry. I think like he he was saying the whole Pizza Hut thing. It's it was like they were trying to get a new audience loving Star Wars and not just cater to the old fans. Mm-hmm. And just smart. And that's smart that's business. Smart business. And it may not mm-hmm. be to everyone's liking that's why jar jar binks you know like you guys were saying (laughs) like that's why he came around for they needed a clown a jester and like i don't hate him as much as everyone else i think i love jar jar man he's awesome i I tend to like star wars as much as i can and take it at face value and just take it as one giant cohesive story yeah and not try to nitpick it was harder for me when the new trilogy, The Last Jedi, was tough for me. Mm, I was like, yeah, uh, it, it was that one was tough for me just because of the way. Wait, The Last Jedi? Oh, uh, you mean the, the last newer, one in the? That's Rise of Skywalker. No, no, no. Or what's the second one? That's oh, that's, that's that's yes. what I'm saying. That oh, was the movie oh. I struggled with the first time I went to a theater, and I and I went. Uh, when is this movie going to be over? Yeah. Like, I was like, this is running long. I was like getting bored. And I was like, and I then I realized, and it bummed me out big time. I realized in that moment, that like, oh, this is the first time I've got bored in a Star Wars movie. Oh, no. Yeah. And I was like, oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> this isn't good. Like, I like they're, they're killing, or, or maybe it's just me. Like, I didn't know. <laughs> like, but... I thought actually the rise of Skywalker um, kind of got it back on the rails. The, mm, the second movie didn't really follow. You know, I don't even remember half of what happened. In, it's just a big car, a car, it, a big you know, car it is. chase. It really Luke is. Luke was kind was of a slow motion asshole. car chase, and then yeah. and then they had purple hair lady that nobody is emotionally invested in. Yeah, no. Uh, do the big climactic scene. That should have been how Princess Leia went out. Yeah. Because she had already passed away at that point. They could have sent her off in a super dope way. And that would have been made that scene so much more meaningful. Mm. With the crashing the ship into the other one at light speed. If mm. they would have had Leia do that, mm. that would have been... Uh, because Carrie Fisher had already been passed away by then. So they wouldn't... Would they kill her in the show if... Because she really died. Because didn't they? She did die. She died in the third yeah. movie, but she yeah. was already dead in real life by then. And they were well. Well, well she they used the scenes that she had. The Carrie. Or, no, Fisher what did had. they do? How did they do that? Was it there the was some of what they already because no, they filmed they, all the stuff all at the same time? It, but then there was a lot of computer generated yeah, stuff. Yeah, they used a lot of her dialogue, and then they, and then based. They wrote around the dialogue that she had recorded. That's what it was. Yes, and then they ended it with that. They because they did have few. F- they had more plans of recording yeah. for uh, the rise of Skywalker, 
Yeah. Um, but that all came to a, an abrupt end, and yeah, that's they cha- They had to completely change course. Like they flipped the script. Like, oh my god! Like writers, as soon as that happened, I know the people at Disney were right at work, right to work, just for, oh, you know, pending ideas in their head. They're not even worried about Carrie Fisher at this point. I'm like, oh, that's so sad. Now what are we going to do about our job? Like, we got to rewrite our job. Yeah. Great. Well, so. they got to, the show <laughs> must go on. I mean. Yeah. It happens it, all the time. Yeah, ha- I mean, right. the show must go so, on. Yeah, she's a legend, but, I mean, she would want it to be finished. Yeah, of course, for sure. So, for sure. I mean. Another similar note. So, I probably the most famous person I almost kind of talked to was. Uh, almost kind of. I was the board <laughs> operator for the show. Some chump. So, I kind of, <laughs> you know, brought them through on the on the board. But it was uh, Bill Prady, executive producer of Big Bang Theory. Oh, nice. Uh, so nice. at the time, uh, Kelly Kahook, can't say her, never say your name right, broke her leg and had to wear a cast. So oh, they had to have penny. an emergency rewrite to show how she could be in the scene while wearing a cast or be sitting down so you can hide the cast. Oh, nice. Okay. So they got called in for the weekend for that. So that stuff is. Yeah, and it's yeah, yeah, cool. it. maybe you should try like to me. hit him up. Be like, remember me? Want to be, be like, on no. my podcast? He, he was very like the guy who did the show. He actually wrote for Golden Girls, a uh, guy named Mar- Ma- Mark Sotkin. God, and uh, he's having trouble. Yeah, I always I can't talk. <laughs> Murbles, marbles in my mouth. Murbles, marbles. But uh, yeah, he and the uh, yeah he he had to punch in the phone and then kind of put it through cuz he couldn't be talked to anybody else cuz uh-huh. huh he was rightfully so if i was that big wig and just me saying that and somebody listened people will then hit me up hey can you get me his contact and I'd be like right and eh, let me turn this up a little louder <laughs> uh-huh well and nowadays everything is so top street secret because there's so much money involved and um you know my, well, and people, they know people don't want fucking spoilers. Exactly. Well, no, people are looking for spoilers so they don't have to go to the movie. Well, yeah, and that is revenue fucking, lost. Well, that's true. Maybe. Yeah. 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 Maybe you're right. Yeah. Spoilers are revenue loss. Like if, you know, if I'm halfway interested in, in Star Wars, would I rather pay the $20 to go see it in theaters or would I rather just watch the trailers and then watch some spoilers I would rather get $20. Good example well, is Spider-Man No Way Home. Spy- well, yeah. I mean, if if we would have known Toby and Andrew Garfield were in it, would it have been as big of a buzz when it happened? No. Exactly. Dude, because that that's what really made it kind of pop, kind of socially, you and know. You know, oh, shit, I just kicked the fucking... So, like, uh, you know when you watch that, right, and how excited? Did you watch it? No, I have not seen Spider-Man No Way Home yet. Oh, my God. So did I just spoil it I, for you? Like, no, I knew about Toby and um, uh, dude, that movie's face. incredible. I, I, I've heard, I've heard enough. I've heard, and enough. it's like I wish. I He's real- like, all right, already. Yes, I've heard it. I yeah. wish I, I got enough. I'm catching up on. Didn't you say he's got a long? I, I fucking yeah. wish Star Upon Wars. Star. I wish Star Wars: The New Trilogy would have made me feel the same way I did when I watched that Spider-Man. What? Wait, it, you wish? Like, which I wish trilogy? the newest which trilogy. The newest movies. Oh, okay. I the wish new, they the made newest. me feel the same way I did when I watched that new Spider-Man. See, I, they were all just kind of 
candy. They're low, well, I felt low, like, like a, fast food, digestible. Yeah. I enjoyed them, but I don't remember much of anything about it. I felt I was like entertained a kid again when I watched Spider Man. Yeah, nice. I felt like a. I definitely, yeah, like I remembered being in school and watching that first Spider-Man movie when I was watching that, and I was like getting <gasps> emotional. That's crazy! And wow, like, dude, because that was I've a big deal that. to me. I was a huge fan of Spider-Man, like all through my whole life. And those movies, I've said it before, were the first like superhero movies next to Blade that made me oh, go, yeah. "Oh, we can make superhero movies that don't suck." Right. Yeah. Oh, okay. It doesn't have to look like shit. It's not all Adam West and one-liners. Right. <laughs> not that those super old shows sucked. I I'm need saying some, like need some sound effects. Like I'm that. saying some of those old the movies they tried before. You know, mm. and just like the how those movies didn't they were in the same universe kinda, but they weren't. You know what I mean? And the whole MCU, like I don't know where I'm going with this, but. Yeah, yeah. I went off the rails, you're, but you're that movie, Squirrel. that movie made me feel like a kid again. And I wish these Star Wars movie movies would have done that. Yeah. I think Mandalorian did for me. The I think Mandalorian, it, it, it brought in that that youthful kind of, nice. you know, uh, you know, kind of seeing that kind of new lore. I mean, I've never read any of the books or, or comics. I've pretty much been movies. Well, for he's an all new character. So yeah. there's nothing. So like... yeah, you're not missing anything. No backs, not much the, backstory from the, the movie or the, from the show. The difference between the EU Mandalorians and the Disney Mandalorians is pretty drastic. Um, Like in Disney, they're, they're, a race from a planet right in there but in the eu in the eu anyone any race anybody can be a mandalorian like yeah, especially it, later on it's more of a title than, yeah it's than a, a race. it's a way Becoming of a monk or something it's a way of yes, life yes yes is being a mandalorian and they're just, just like a jedi yes yeah. So would you rather be a Jedi Sith or in the Mandalorian or Solo? Let's be bootleggers. Oh shit! Oh, that's a great mm, fucking smugglers. Question. Yeah, okay, smugglers. Let's answer what you'd want to be, and then what you really think <laughs> you would actually be. Okay, I'll start. I want to be a Jedi, but I'd probably be some guy cleaning out the shitter on a uh, <laughs> on a starship or the bartender at one of those Mos Eisley yeah. taverns. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if I was lucky, I'd be in the communications department at the yeah. virtual patch board or somewhere, or in the yeah, uh, yeah behind a, a we'd behind still a be doing console. this just in the we'd still Working be in a nine to five we'd on still the be, Death Star. Yep. Like, there was a, a Star Trek Lower Decks. It was a cartoon, a uh, Star Trek cartoon. I remember it. Hey, wait a minute. I know I just jumped. Trekkie, yeah. You yeah. Don't talk about that Ooh, right yeah. now. It's fucking blasphemy. Oh, yeah. shame, shame. But uh, no, it's the same kind of thing. They were all the shit jobs, but they kind of made, it was kind of a Rick and Morty-esque kind of thing. Nice. We are going to be doing a Star Trek episode here soon. I mean, we yes. got to. You got to I don't know enough nerds, about it, but my, trackies. I mean, Bill knows, and we're going to have my stepdad Vince back on over the phone, and so, we'll do one of those, but we're not shitting on Star Trek, so don't freak out. Oh, today we are. Oh, so, today today, today is, is May the 4th be with you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. True. And so, Mike, what, who do you think you would be in the Star Wars universe? Oh, what would I be? What would I want to be? Yeah, what would you want to be? Then I who would, would want to really be, be like a gray Jedi like 
Qui-Gon Jinn, but I would probably end up being like a Sith if I had the Force. But, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, like Bill said, we'd probably be still just sitting in a, in a, on Mos Eisley. Selling drinks doing or a, drinking. Doing a podcast still. Yeah. <laughs> uh. We just probably, probably figure out where we can score our comics. He would probably be, uh, I would be like a Twilic though, and Bill, you would be a Wookie. No, not a Wookie. Well, maybe a Wookie. I'm too. I'm too mild mannered to be a what Wookie. That would be a good podcast. A Jawa in a in a Twilic, or a, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like yeah. just the Twilic would talk and then the Jawa would be like. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> a funny comedy skit. Yeah. yeah that would be funny. Yeah. Yeah. No. What would you be, Mike? Oh, shit, bro. I I think we all like feel like. Want to have the force. We all want to have the force, right? But yeah. we all want to do good. We all want to be the best that we can be. So we all want to be Jedis, right? Yep. But in reality. We're not always who the best we can be, and you know but we we don't have Jedi training either. So if you got picked up as a kid and grew up in it, maybe you would stick to being. We all got midichlorians, all right. We do, we do, and the choices in our life make us either a Sith or a Jedi. But everybody got skeletons, right? Everybody got, everybody got sins. You know what I'm saying? So um. Mm-hmm. Even Jedi's, you know, and Anakin, Anakin was a perfect, you know, showing of that, you know, of, of, uh, losing, losing control, losing willpower, lose, you know, thinking about yourself before the better good of others or, you know, bring your mic up a little bit, buddy, dude, there you go. my, okay. Is that better? Yep. Can you guys fucking, no, you're good. I just, right. Just helping you out. Thank you. Keep going. No, but uh, you know what I'm saying? So uh, Anakin was a good example of that. And and that that's a good representation of all of us because well, yeah, we're like not the, perfect and we think of ourselves and we're, you know. Well, yeah, exactly. Like he's <clears throat> the example of mankind, why they chose to grab kids as babies and train them from there. It's like once you you have attachments, it's hard to let them go. And he never did. And right, he actually developed worse attachments because his mom he lost. Well, control. that's the thing. It's like training a dog to at too old of an age. You know, you got to start it at a puppy because if you don't, it's just going to be on its own. It's going to find its own path. You could still be like a whether it's good or bad. I from what I read somewhere is like it wasn't against the code to like be with a woman or a man or whatever you are but you're not allowed to get attached right but how do you not get attached if you're having intimacy yeah but it would be impossible for a jedi to just go have a one one night stand right a a true like lust will get you in so much trouble bro like lust would get the jet the anakin was falling for lust he look at what lust did to him he loved it wasn't lust. How, sh- 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 he, shut up. That was love. puppy love, bro. He met that woman at age eight or 10 or whatever the hell, yeah, you know? How old was she? Bro, old? she was at least 18. No, she was like 14. I don't care, bro. She was at least, eight. dude. She not, was not no. age appropriate. He, they didn't even <laughs> kiss. Oh, he got a peck in the in episode one, okay? 
and that led him to love. Okay, well, oh no, that. that's some bull. Oh, sorry. I see. Harshly, I see. The, I see the holes and everything. I'm sorry, listeners. <laughs> I'm sorry, folks. I uh, and that's why I'm not a big fan of Disney. And you know, that's okay. Back to uh, the the new the the sequels to the original, the the new ones. Uh, J.J. Abrams shit. Jar Jar Abrams, okay? Jar Jar. <laughs> Jar Jar Abrams, yes, yeah, sir. Um, he, Is that what J.J. stands for? Son of a Jar bitch. Jar, that son of a bitch. Yes. I fucking knew it. That's it's why like, the world hates him. Scooby-Doo, you know, yep. pulled off the mask. Yep. And there's Jar Jar. He would have got away with it, too. If it wasn't for me. Yep. <laughs> if it wasn't for that Mike Fubber. If it wasn't for those lousy kids. Yeah, them lousy oh. comic zone guys. <laughs> <laughs> cracked it, folks. <laughs> yeah. We know why now. Crack the code. We know why now. Reveal yourself, Jar Jar. Yeah. Abrams. <laughs> Reveal yourself. <laughs> anyway, what But the- anyway, so everything in those three movies was watered down from the original uh trilogy. And uh, yeah, it's there like was nothing mirror, new. It's there, like a mirror image of those those older movies for sure. Yes, very quite mirrored. Um, you know, there was new creatures, there was new uh, characters there were there was even um different races of human beings which is not you know in but, the original yeah, but the story played out the same i mean Luke, exactly Luke, the Luke same was yoda fucking ray was luke the, the stories have always been star. very classic formulated storylines from the get-go that's why star wars resonates the way it does is but i it get... follows that same kind of formula that's you know in the Odyssey and you know uh, the Iliad, the Odyssey kind of right. Yeah, well, I get that. Like history repeats itself and all that. Like I get it. I mean, not, I'm not saying history repeats like, itself. Re- I'm well, saying every modern, uh, not um, I would say Americanized or but European story novel kind of has the same basic formula: a rise to action, a hero. You know, okay. call you know, yeah, like uh, you know, ancient Greece kind of story or a, a Herculean. Um, I think we're gonna try to call Justin yeah, next. Yeah. Can you get Justin? We got guest callers now on the show, huh? Motherfucking See, that's how, that's me, how, that's how get, far behind I am. Let guys. me just warn him that we're gonna call. And see if he's all right. We got the I'm just messing with y'all, but it's uh, a <laughs> Anyway. What do we got? Now I'm recording. Yeah, See, well, it wasn't recording before, and I threw Mike off. And uh, Yeah, I thought we were going to get the ring in there and stuff. But anyway, we got ring. Justin on the on the line from Hello. the Hozone. Oh, hey, hey, how's it going, guys? What's up? <laughs> What's up, buddy? <laughs> no, I'm we're fucking... time, uh, no, no here. May Wait. the 4th be with you. I can't, may the 4th be with you as well. Yeah, we're talking yeah. Star Wars, just getting people's uh, stories. About uh, when they first saw Star Wars, uh, what got them into it, and you being the movie guy as well, we thought we'd hit you up. Yeah, yeah, that's a good question. You know, the original came out so long ago that that didn't really get me on. Is more like the second three, which whatever order, I don't know. You guys, you nerds, can tell me what actual chronological three they were. But we're we're all confused about it. The second three movies that came out were. uh, the ones that I saw in theaters and that grabbed me, you know, whenever with the child molester and Anakin and those people. Uh, yeah. 
Whoa. <laughs> yeah. Isn't that, that's not the story? I totally misinterpreted that. Yeah, no, 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 I don't think that happened. <laughs> uh, I mean, oh, then never mind. I don't even, I don't even like that. Yeah, I, I downloaded the wrong movie. <laughs> that, yeah, that's a, that's a Dude, Reddit she, plot line. She, she was like 35 and they were giving each other like the look and he was like, <laughs> like eight. Okay. Oh, it, yeah, it yeah, yeah. She's the Chimo. She is the Chimo. Yeah. We were just talking about <laughs> that. And he is, she's supposed to be 14, right? But how old was oh, she actually? She had to be at least 25. Yeah. In real life? Yeah, probably <laughs> yeah. real life. Yeah, yeah. And he 25. was like a legit little ass kid. <laughs> legit, yeah, legit 10. Yeah. He was born the same year as me. Which, which by the way, that kid went. Super off the berserk. Yeah. Oh, I, well, he, oh got, he did. He got bullied and shit big time for well, being in that it, movie. Yeah, the fame, the fame kind of went to his head, and uh, he he ended up uh, a, a user, an addict. Oh, dude. Yeah, yeah most but, kids, most kids that are actors do. By the way, this is Mike Faber, my buddy Mike Faber. I don't know if you guys have met Justin Hosey. Ooh, I I don't believe so. That, that doesn't sound familiar. Doesn't sound familiar. How's it going, bro? Ooh. Good. How you doing, man? Doing well, thanks. May the fourth be with you. So what As was the well with you? What Hell was yeah. the first movie you saw? Like you the remember first Star Wars movie? First time you saw was Star Wars. One. What about well, your first memory? Uh, what was your first memory yeah. from Star Wars? As far like uh, for me, it was always the action figures is the first thing I remember because I had those as a kid, and then kind of the movies in later, and it just kind of became all part of my life afterwards. Yeah. But what about you? What was the first the, thing that the 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 first scene I think I remember is like uh man I don't know I think it's the I am your father scene because it was so big oh wait mm-hmm. spoiler <laughs> spoiler oh yeah <laughs> in case yeah, hit the spoiler button god damn it spoilers I gotta be honest man I, I saw like I saw like three maybe four of the movies well I saw all the original and I saw the second three I didn't see anything after that what. Yeah. So you called the wrong guy. I know I'm supposed to be the movie guy. That just wasn't my thing. <laughs> oh, well, whatever, man. But some side news. Uh, I got to watch the first like 30 minutes of Doctor Strange. Oh, no spoilers on that one. No. Did you really? Oh, dude. Is I'm going to a... start dropping fucking spoilers. Yeah. <laughs> Cut the one. button. Hit the button. The the child molestation in that is way better. <laughs> oh, yes. All right. <laughs> All right, fucker. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> Sorry to disappoint, guys, but yeah, Doctor Strange is is legit. Hell yeah, Looks, yeah, tits, cool, bro. Um, right. I'm gonna be on your show Saturday, right? Yes, sir. One of the or when's that drop? Actually, sorry, I guess it's Monday. Uh, it drops on Monday, the Monday. following Monday, so next Monday. All right, yeah. So check that out, nerds. Oh yeah, man. We're gonna put links up on thecomiczone.com so you guys, anybody can just subscribe and find uh, the Hose Zone layer. Right from that site too. So the whole zone. Yeah, tune in, guys. All right, buddy. Sorry to disappoint my stories. Yeah, they suck. <laughs> uh, we're probably gonna cut all this shit out. So. Oh, thank <laughs> God, man. <laughs> all right, cut buddy. his mic. Cut his fucking <laughs> mic. Later. All right, bro. Later. All right, so let's end on a good note. Uh, we did a little bit of pooping on some of these movies. What's your I will never. What's a a fucking good way to end this thing? I will never. I will never say I don't like Star Wars. I could never. I can never do that. I can never undermine what it truly is or was. 
No, nobody ever could. There's a reason why it's a multi-billion dollar industry and Disney bought it up. There's a reason because it's it's one of the greatest stories ever told. Um, well, and you can look at that from the side that they were trying to keep that alive, too. Oh, also, uh, I, I came here tonight to be with you guys. Um, I missed my son's choir performance. Uh, he is known as the infamous Lord Sith uh, Coda Wren. Nice. Also known <laughs> as La- Lakota Wren or Lakota David Ray Clayson. Uh, I love out. you, buddy. Shout and I love out. you, Brayden. I love you, Tobias. I love you, baby. Amanda. Uh, sweet man, we appreciate you out. coming on here. And what do you what? what I mean, what, what do you think? What do you? What does it mean to you, Bill? Give us a breakdown of what Star Wars means to you so and why you love it still. Star Wars is just about life, just like I think we've kind of echoed like the uh, the Jedi and the Sith, the battle between your conscious battle between the good and the evil, trying to become a good person, even though there's tragedy thrown at you you know, trials and tribulations and victories. Great. You know, and that, Villains. that jo- yeah, and well, it's- every hero, hero needs a good villain. And also kind of like back to the Vader thing, how Luke then saves Vader at the very end of, you know, and kind of brings him into, into the force and that redemption, the act of forgiveness. Yes. Mm-hmm. And all of these components together are very echo. just echo life. And are I think our very DNA, especially, you know, like I said, it's been with me in utero. Yeah, since you were born. You you Even were before. You, yep. Yeah, that's my story and I'm sticking to it. Yeah. And well and like to go with what you said, I mean, I think that's why that Star Wars resonates with everyone. Or almost everyone, most people, not everyone loves Star Wars, obviously. It's the sci-fi factor that really turns uh, people away, but well, it's true. It's, it's, that cla- it's very easy to understand that story. It's a classic good versus evil. Um, like you said, you're, you're battling. It's that, and and it's, it's a struggle that anyone can relate to, right? You, everyone struggles with trying to be a good person and not go down that dark path or, and and, yeah. And, or trying to make it through the universe, you know, just getting by, you know, as all the other sentiment creatures in the star Wars universe, um, you know, uh, all all the new stuff from Disney gives us an insight into the lives of all these, all the nobodies, all the, well, and that's another great thing. Like you're saying, it's like it, it, you don't just get, that perspective of you know the jedi or the sith you also get this perspective of people in the gutter yeah yep. and uh, the uh, slaves there are slaves in the star wars universe you yeah. know they're slavery yeah. yep you know and uh, han solo was a slave and then mm-hmm. they show him escaping and that's a great story you know yeah um but yep. that's what i like the 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 relative uh real life feel of it yeah, you can totally relate to Star Wars, no matter who you the are. The irony of the real life of it, even though it's complete fiction and just, you know complete. sci-fi, and that's, that's how nerdy we are. We live our lives by these movies. I mean, not, you know, and uh, we, how many of us go to church? Mm-hmm. Well, and I think it brings people of all races together. Just like there's a million races in Star Wars, it, it's a oh trillion binding. It's the glue that binds nerds together. It's it, sure. it, it's the it one is. thing it, that we can all relate. 
Yeah. And say, yeah, we love that. And or we did at one point. Yes. <laughs> or yeah. Or we, or we may not can, agree on which movie was the best yeah, or which we, one yeah, was maybe the worst. Exactly. The Star Wars fan base can be oh, a little toxic. See, we didn't get Sean on Jar Jar Binks. Sean appreciates Jar Jar Binks for what he is. That's the popular uh, May 4th question. May Mm. the (laughs) what? Do you like Jar Jar Binks? (laughs) I do. I love Jar Jar, man. I want to get a tattoo of him. I found him a little bit annoying, but other than that. Have you ever seen the movie Fanboys? Either of you? Uh, No. Oh, my God. Really? This is a staple in Star Wars fandom. So it's it's about a group of... Of Star Wars fans back in 1999 when Phantom or the Phantom Menace was being released, uh, these guys, their buddy has cancer, so they find out he has cancer and they want to see Episode One. He wants to see Episode One, so they take an epic adventure to um, to Lucasfilm um, Skywalker Ranch Studios, and they break in illegally. You know, commit felonies, break, destroy massive amounts of property. Um, just to see this film and they get, end up getting to meet the big guy, George Lucas. They have a meeting with him. Mm-hmm. Lucas agrees to let him see it. And then like a week later, old boy passes away. So he got to Lucas fulfilled his, his life dream of seeing the fourth installment of the star Wars. Oh. Nice. It's a great movie. They have Sounds epic. Familiar. They have be- epic battles with Trekkies, and all kinds of hilarity ensues. <laughs> oh yeah, it is fucking hilarious. Oh my point. Seth Rogen is in the fucking movie, and he has a tattoo of Jar Jar Binks on his fucking back, <laughs> and it covers the entire span of his back from neck. Not real though. F- no, it's a movie, uh, Mike. No, I thought you meant he had a fucking real. <laughs> no, in the movie, Seth Rogen has <laughs> okay. a fucking. Okay, tattoo that made, big. I yeah, he said he would really had one. I'm like, uh, uh no, that'd be so, tits. Show us your tattoo, Seth Rogen. If you Jar-Jar hear this, Binks. yes, bust it out, bust it out. Somebody has one somewhere. So, I think we can all agree we'll never stop loving Star Wars, or at least you maybe you don't have to love what's the new stuff, but you can always say you love what what you grew up with. Yep. Uh, I will for the rest of my days. Yeah. Star Wars, Star Wars will outlast us all, but I'll always. Oh love yeah, it. yeah, for sure. Always love it. Follow the Comic Zone. Thanks for having me on, guys. Yes. Yeah, yeah was, for sure, buddy. We'll have, you, we'll have you again. You can be one of our tits or a guest appearance. Or yeah. follow the Comic Zone on Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts, and visit our website, thecomiczone.com. And uh, check out next week's episode, Doctor Strange. Or no, this weekend. Whatever time it is, whatever yep. day. Same bat time, same bat channel. This has been the Comic Zone. Yeah.